Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. All right, before we, before we move on, let's just stay here for a second. So I love what Chelsea said about us being hungry. Holy Spirit, we are hungry for you. We are listening. We are stirring up our desire for you. Thank you for speaking to us today. Thank you that you're always here, ready for us. Whenever we need you, you wait eagerly for us. We take one step, you come running to us. Always there, eager to respond. Speak to us now, Holy Spirit. We center our eyes on you, our ears on you, and our heart on you. thought but it's gone what happened <laughs> thank you will thanks guys that was awesome this morning really love it who is hungry there's there's something about um, being hungry that makes you move makes you act, makes you change where you are, spend what you need to spend, go where you need to go to, to get what you need to get, to fill that desire. Am I, am I wrong? Sitting down, working or going something when you're working, when you're at home, you're hungry, you'll get up and you'll move. Um, if you're out somewhere and you don't have anything prepared, you'll go somewhere and buy it. You'll spend money, you'll... you'll pay to have that hunger filled and this morning we, we have a gracious God who's ready to fill whatever hunger you have right now whatever needs you have right now what whatever you're looking for he's the answer and he's here with us now it's so cool he's here he's here and and Jesus personifies obviously um, the love of the father he loves us he loves you Jesus loves you loves you and and he passionately wants to share his freedom with you freedom is is something we speak about but sometimes we struggle with right we we talk about freedom you know this freedom god gives us freedom but in areas of our lives we can be find it difficult to grasp a hold of that freedom and apply it to our lives so i love it whenever jesus whenever i read about jesus in when people encounter him and he encounters people, like sometimes he looks for people and sometimes they look for him in those scriptures, uh, he's, he gives them freedom. 
from whatever it is they're looking for, he, he provide. Have you read that? Have you, he just and and even not what they're asking for, even not what they're speaking about, he gives it to them. It's really it's it's really quite profound, um, and I love it whenever I watch videos or like shows that that show Jesus and. Uh, there's The Chosen, there's all these other shows that they have. Um, and, and I love just, I'm, I'm hungry for what Jesus is saying and, and looking, I love seeing him. I, I don't know what that is, something about the physical, I know it's not Jesus, all right, it's an actor. And I know it's not necessarily fully biblical, so we don't want to get hung up on that. What I'm looking for is my hunger to be filled, um, hunger for Jesus. So I, I see him acting and I'm like, wow, what would it be like to encounter Jesus personally like in the physical, literal, actual, whatever words you want to use, right here and now and face-to-face. And, and what would he say to me? What would he say to you? What freedom would he give to you? Because he, I mean, he'd have fun, but he's not going to waste words with you, right? I'd say he'd have fun. He wouldn't have fun at your expense. Forgive me if I sounded like that, but he'd be a funny guy. I think God would be very funny. Jesus would be a very funny guy. He would, he would be a lot of fun to hang around. Uh but he would give us freedom. And it says it in Luke 4, when Jesus goes to his hometown, uh, chapter 4, uh, verses 8 and 9, it says that he, he pulls out the scroll. The scriptures are pulled out for him and he walks up and, and like it's the reading. So he goes to read. Uh, the spirit of the Lord is, a, is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, good news to the poor, good news to those who need it, not necessarily poor in money, it's poor in spirit, it's poor in, in mind, poor in, in emotions, poor in, in relationships, poor, poor in family, poor in anything, whatever. We, we, there's so much poverty that can be encountered in this world and not just money-wise. There's good news for those who are poor. Thank you. I'm so glad there is for me. Uh, I'm so glad there is for you too. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners, for the prisoners, to the prisoners. There's freedom, 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 freedom for anyone who is locked up and can't get out. He has the keys. Wouldn't you call on the one who's got the keys? Come on, open up this gate. I need to get out. Let's call on Jesus. And recovery of sight for the blind. How good is that? Thank you, Jesus. You restore our perspective, our vision on the way things are not just how we see them or sense them or perceive them. You set us right in that. To set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. I, I love it. It's beautiful in Scripture. Um, it's specific the way he reads that. And that's the way Jesus encounters up. It's, it's very, very personal. The freedom that he gave to people, the freedom that he gives to you is extremely personal. It's not just a generic overarching theme although it is it's still extremely personal just to you and just to me does that sound good wouldn't you want something that's tailored made or like a nice suit or a nice clothing that is specifically made for your shape your personality who you are and just makes you glow wouldn't you like that right that's the kind of freedom that Jesus is offering you now the kind of freedom that is specifically for you, Ryan, specifically for you, specifically for me, specifically for us. How, how amazing. 
how deep and wide and precious is the love of God, right? So you may read or hear all these things and go, yeah, I wish it would apply to me. It so does. It so does. It so does. If you just, just ask him to unlock that hunger. If, if, if you're not feeling it, just, God, unlock my hunger. You have the keys, Jesus. Unlock this cage. I want to get out. I want to be hungry. Okay, okay. And it's interesting because straight after that, he's in his hometown, right? So he's like, yeah, I, I am the, all this. And they're like, who is this guy? Isn't he like the carpenter's son? Isn't he this dude? We know this guy. He's not that. And he's, <laughs> prophet's not, has, doesn't have honor in his own town. And he starts talking about these uh, examples in the Bible where uh, like Elijah didn't go to God's, it's, detailed and I can't remember it so I'm not going to go too far into it um but he get he says all these ex- examples of where like yeah you know and they get upset they get upset with him because he's just this carpenter's son um but he's he isn't he so much more than that so we can think oh yeah it's just Jesus but he's so much more than that oh he's just this and I see Jesus as this or I see God like that but he's so much more than that he wants to recover your sight he wants to change how you see him. Whenever we come to God and we say, oh, I can't see him like that, and you read scripture or you hear someone talk about Jesus and what he's done for them, and you're like, I'm not sure if he'd be that for me. God, change my perspective. Help me to see differently because I don't, I don't want to just be locked in a cage where I see you a certain way. But you're outside that cage, completely different to the way that I see it. I want to get out. I'm hungry. I want your freedom, Jesus. I want your freedom. So we get a very, very unique perspective of these stories in the Bible, right? Whenever you're reading the way Jesus moved and where he went, we get this amazing, you know, perspective, top down kind of thing, we, and and zoom in, see everything. So the scriptures explain all these events that have happened. Um, but your perspective when you're reading that is something you need to remember. Your perspective is is actually better than the perspective of the people in the story. So you see it a certain way from up here looking down. I can see what's going on here. But if you go right down to their level and you're standing there, you can't see it. It's really interesting. You get more information and more angles, more perspectives than those that are actually inside the story. Because we think, you know, I wish that would happen to me. I wish it would be like that for me, like Jesus meeting me. Uh, Like I have trouble with my eyesight. God, I want to meet with you. I want you to heal my eyes. Uh, I want you to heal the sickness in me. Uh, I'd love for you to say you're forgiven of your sins. I'd love for you to say get up and walk. I'd love for you to say come, follow me. But what those guys didn't see the whole perspective in it. What if that is actually happening to you right now, but you just can't see it? You can't see the perspective. God is now saying to you, you've got freedom, freedom, freedom. Son, daughter, freedom, son, daughter, family, child, you have freedom, freedom. I'm, I'm, I'm offering you freedom right now. And you're like, God, I wish it was just like that for me. But it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Am I wrong in thinking that? Could you give me scripture where that's not right? Let's talk later. Because I don't want you to mess up what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. 
Okay. I, I really, I'm really, I feel like there's some freedom uh, for us today. Are, are you, do, do you think we're all as free as we need to be? Oh, you've got it all? Everything I need, I've got. God, I don't need you. I've got everything. You've already set me free of everything. You just take care of someone else. I'm good. I'm good. Is that true? No, I can hear a couple of people. All right, you guys over here. Is that true? Sorry, wait. What was my question? <laughs> Everyone's like, ah. I am not going to answer that question because I do not know. I am undecided. Okay, what was my question? Uh, are you hungry for freedom? Do, do you think you need more freedom in some areas in your life? Yeah. Is there some areas that you could get more freedom? Yeah. Hmm. I know. I, I don't expect there to be a massive answer after that because I, I really killed it. But um, <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. thanks, John. Keep me grounded. I love it. Love it. There is something really cool. You know, knock and keep on knocking. Seek and keep on seeking. Ask and you will receive. The freedom that's in God that he wants to just pour out on us is, is not complex. It's not hard. Although it could be in elements. But it's really not, is it? If he calls us children, he's not going to slam on us complex things that we have to go through a 10-step process. It's like, come to me, all who are weary, I will give you rest. So Galatians 5, because this has been just rattling around in my head like a marble in a tin can, and I love it. It was for freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us, completely. So there's something we haven't all seen quite yet, have we? Completely. So therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery for which you were once removed. Such, um, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, there's such context to this story because Paul is talking to, to the Galatians and they've experienced the freedom of Jesus, uh, but there's teaching that's coming in saying they need to be circumcised to be part of uh, the Jewish nation to receive what Jesus had, that freedom that you're giving, there's, there's obligations to that and there's requirements in the law. And so Paul is just just slamming at home. He's actually, he's really just getting in there uh, and telling them that's not the way things are. It's freedom. It's for freedom you're set free. Freedom. Freedom you are set free. And that um, freedom set free sounds funny, doesn't it? It's freedom that you're set free, but it's a, it's a reminding that the freedom that God has given you is still letting you be free. Don't go back to what you were stuck in before. And there's relevance to that for us too, isn't there? There is relevance. I was crying a lot before, so I'm going to need a tissue. I thought you might need to know that context. Now I'm in trouble. Okay. So I look, I look at the, the verses and I go, what, what's that context for? For me, how does that stand out to me? And and he explains a lot of that uh, further on in the chapter. He talks about living by the Spirit. Um, but in the, in the Passion Translation, I just want to read this out to you, that same text. It says, at last we have freedom, for Christ has set us free. 
we must always cherish this truth and firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of the past. Whoever feels the allure of the bondage of the past, the good times. I remember the good days. You know, they weren't that good. Let me just remind you of that, by the way. Because back then you were like, oh, I wish I could get out of this. And we'll talk about that in a moment because that he explains that further down. But just firmly refuse to go back. You know, no, no, I'm not going back. No, no, I'm not going back. Even if you're three or four steps in, you can still firmly refuse to, to not go there. I am not going to go there. Oh, wait a second, it's for freedom that God set me free. That's right. It's not to go back there again. I don't need to go back there. That's right. It wasn't as good as I thought. Okay. Okay. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. So it says in verse 13 in the Passion, it says, you were called to be free. You are called to be free. We are all called to be free. I think everyone on this planet is called to be free. There's a call going out to everyone. Everyone, be free. Whether we say yes or no to that is is totally our choice. I was thinking about that before. And I wrote a note on it, but I can't remember where I wrote it. We are, you are the swing vote between what God says and the way you or the world wants to go and how that affects your life. You are the swing vote. You think of politics, there's always someone who they're like, how can we get this guy's vote because he, we get this person's vote and we've, we've got our agenda set. We, we can actually make this happen. You're that swing vote in your life. What you say, what you agree to, what you declare, what you grab a hold of, what you plug in on the Lego pieces, click, 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 that's the way it's going to be. All right, so let's let's go. Uh, I want to keep going with, with Galatians because I've got an agenda and I need to make sure I get through it, yeah. Uh, but but uh, what's the next part of these verses? So verse 13, but do not... Use your free. Oh, I might be skipping verses there, Regan. I'm sorry about that, mate. But do not use your. It sort of skips over. It talks about um, where's that part of verse? I feel like in his place. Um, God has called us to live a life of freedom. Oh. I've got a couple of different translations in my thing here now, and I can't remember what's what. So let's just keep. I'll just keep reading. Reading can catch up. You guys can catch up. Excellent. That's for my benefit. Uh, but do not use this freedom to indulge the flesh. So. There's a context for them, but I'm just trying to zero in on the context for, for us, right? So do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. That's like going back, like going back to the way things were. Uh, rather serve one another humbly in love. Really interesting way that's said. Don't use your freedom. So we've given freedom, freedom to follow Jesus, freedom from, the, from following the regulations of the law because we get righteousness through Jesus, right? We don't have to follow the regulations of the law, which is what he's saying to the to those guys there. You don't have to get this circumcision stuff because, in fact, if you rely on that, you, you're missing out on what Jesus has given to you. So, so we have the freedom that Jesus gave us. Let's not use that and think, well, then I can just, I've got freedom, so I'm just going to run free. Um, 
that obviously I think we all realise that that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's, the gate's not open just so you can bolt out and run into a wall, all right? And say, or or run down a ditch. <laughs> so that one of the videos of the guy, a farmer, finally getting his sheep out of the, out of this pit, and he's like, "Oh, get it out of this trench." And the sheep just goes bah! and jumps straight back in it again. <laughs> Come on, um, that's me. Anyone else? And all of a sudden, it just jumps straight back into that ditch. What am I doing? What am I doing? So do not, do not indulge yourself. Do, don't just run back to the things that, that grab a hold of you or the things in this world. It goes from, from appeasing our own selfishness to selflessness, but rather serve one another humbly in love. So it's not about me. It's actually about them. Does that mean that I don't matter? No, that's not what it's saying here. What I feel like what it's saying here is our freedom that we've got. So what you need, what satisfies you, what, what brings you peace, what brings you release from, from prison, you're not going to get from man. You can't get it from this world. You can't get it from, from anything we do in this world as far as making ourselves happy or, or, or following our desires. We don't get it from that. It comes from God. It comes from God alone. If you didn't realize that, the, the reason why we're here is God. Our focus in life is God. Our, our, our answer in life is God. And out of that, we get to serve each other because, because with them, we, we get to be God to other people. We get to be, show God to other people. We get to release other people. We get to bring freedom in, uh, to other people. I know, okay, I can go on. Um, mm. We don't need to receive anything from man. What we actually need, we can't get from man. You can't get from uh, making people happy or getting enough people to say you're good or, or well done or, yeah, you did that good. Affirmations of people aren't going aren't gonna to fill that desire in our heart. Love from people isn't going to fill that desire, although it's good. We, we still need all, a lot of things in life, but that's not going to fill the void if you've got it. If you're stuck in a prison, that's not going to give you the keys. It's only Jesus. It's only Jesus. And the freedom that he gives, thank you, Father, for your freedom. So then you, you receive what you need from God, and then you get to pour it out. So God gives it to you in abundance, and then you get to help others. You get to serve others. You get to be a servant. It goes from being served to a servant as well. Okay, I'm going to move on. I love God's word. I love God's word. I love, I love chewing on it for a while. Um, I, I love, you know, it's better than chewing gum. It gets better over time. Chewing gum gets worse over time. You don't, you don't know, you know what I'm saying, right? Maybe a grisly bit of meat. Is that better? No, I don't know. <laughs> meant to eat vegetables with your meat. That's what makes it easier, kids. I can't chew this meat. Okay, so verse 14, uh, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbour as yourself. Mm, mm, mm. In the Passion it says, demonstrate love for your neighbour even as you care for and love yourself. Entire law is fulfilled in this. There's a lot of law, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on there. The entire law is That's That's deep. That's deep. Let's, let's love each other just like we want to take care of ourselves. Serve one another. 
We see that in Jesus, don't we? The lead servant, the head servant. He served everyone he went to. The books in the world couldn't contain everything he did for people. You read that in the disciples, what they would have experienced and seen what Jesus did, the freedom that he gave, the freedom that he poured out and just kept coming, kept coming. Like We don't know everything that he did. We don't know everything he's doing in us now. So let's stay hungry, let's stay open. Um, okay, so verse 16, it says, so I, walk, so I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit desires what is contrary to the flesh. Oh, sounds very deep. Sounds very deep. Uh, it, but it's, it's really, it's that swing vote. We're talking about that swing vote. So what, whatever we yield to, whatever we give up to, the desires, whatever we yield our desire to, whatever we say yes to, there's two sides. So we either go with what we want to do and just make ourselves happy and follow our way of doing things and what I think is right, follow building my kingdom in this world, getting my, the money for me and my family and, you know, and, and building enough for us or, or we're going to follow God's, God's ways. We're going to follow the Spirit. So I will not gratify the desires of the flesh if we walk by the Spirit. But if we walk by the flesh, we won't gratify the Spirit. We won't make the Spirit. We won't welcome the Spirit. We won't – hang on, I was talking about the flesh over here, wasn't I? That's right. Okay, so if we, if we follow the flesh, then we push away the Spirit. But the converse is also true. So if we follow the Spirit, we push away the flesh. Oh, that's a good thing. I don't mind some of that because sometimes my voice in my head or the voice in my head or a voice in my head is saying, come on, let's do this. Come on, that's all right. Hey, let's go have some fun. Or it's all right. You, yeah, it's just once. Oh, it's all right. You know, come on. Whatever the excuse is. You can put it in there because <laughs> you have your own excuses, don't we? Where, we? where we follow our own desires, but we feel the pull of the Spirit. We feel God saying, this is a good way to go. You know, serve others. No, I just want to sit at home and do my own thing. Um, hmm. We are the swing vote. You are the swing vote in seeing whichever one of those wins out. Whichever one of those is going to be dominant in your life, that's the one that's going to keep feeding you. That's the one who's going to keep, and it's not a good meal. It's not a good diet living by the flesh. It is a good diet living by the spirit. It, it is growing you and it is developing you. Even though in some areas it may seem harder, the payout is much better. A am I right with that? Walking according to the spirit because these are in conflict to each other. I don't know about you, if you've realized this in life, you can't have both. You cannot have both. If we had a government that had both parties in power, I can't even see the level of devastation that that would cause <laughs> and, and disillusionment because nothing would ever get done. One has to be in authority. One has to be in power. What are you going to say yes to? Uh, freedom, please. Let's say yes to freedom because it's for freedom that we're set free. And if you don't know that freedom, let's talk. Because I can tell you there is great freedom in Jesus. 
You're here for a reason. If you don't know that freedom, you are here for a reason right now. This is important. God is speaking to you right now. You may feel it. You may... Mm. But his freedom is something that you really, really want, really, really need. And if you say yes to it, then there is even more freedom that comes after that. Parts of you are set free and then other parts of you are set free and then other parts of you are set free. And I'm talking about me. And then continually, tomorrow, something else of me will be set free. Every time I say yes to the Spirit, something gets set free. There's freedom. I get to see that river of freedom just washing away the junk that I don't need. Oh, that's right. I don't need that. I don't need that. It's good for a second. It's good for a minute. It's good for a day, but it's not good for me. I want to say yes to the Spirit. Okay, so you're the third vote. Make your vote count. (laughs) Sounds like I'm... I'm not politically minded. I'm talking spiritually. I'm talking the the battle of politics in your mind. <laughs> okay, so that so we are not to do whatever we want, but if we are led by the Spirit, you're not under law. Hmm, that's good. Okay, so if you if you haven't guessed, I'm just I'm just working my way through this chapter because this is what I've been doing this week. I just and if you, if you come on this journey as well, if you're still here in your head or if you've gone to lunch already, that's okay. That's all right. You can come back. <laughs> lunch is waiting for you. Let's, let's just chew on God's word for a bit longer. So in verse 19, it says, The acts of the flesh, the flesh are obvious. I love how if we step back and look at these two sets of chapters, it says the acts of the flesh are obvious, but the fruit of the spirit. So it talks about what the body and what, Body, I don't know. When it talks about flesh, it just talks about desires. It talks about um, old nature. It talks. It's all now, instant gratification, outburst, anger, lust, desire. Now, 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 now. It's all acts, acts. So it's like immediate payoff, anger, out. Do you know what I'm saying? Acts of the acts of the flesh. So things that. We don't want to give our vote to <laughs> uh, are these kind of things. They're all now. They're all now. But the things we do want to give our vote to that will actually bring f- this freedom that I'm talking about, it's for freedom that you set free. There's fruit. Act. Immediate. Fruit. Growing. Seed. Sapling. Tree. Fruit takes time. Uh, I think to me it talks about seasons, talks about time taking, but it also talks about belonging. If you are growing fruit to this, it means you're a part of it. You get to be in it. It talks about family. It talks about identity, who I am. I produce fruit after what I am. Not just acts out of desire and and momentary emotions or whatever it is flicking my switches at the time. Bang! That's that's it. No fruit comes out, or the fruit of that is bad. If 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 you continue in that, there is fruit, but that's bad fruit. No, no, don't don't eat that fruit. Is no good for you. Really bad, really bad. See those animals that eat fruit that's dropped off the tree and this yeah okay 
This takes time. This takes development. This takes nurturing. This takes daily looking at watering, fertilising, trimming, pruning. This isn't going to work here. Let's take this off here because we'll see more growth there. And, and you don't always know what needs to be done in the right time. So that's led by the Spirit. That's following the voice of God, spending time listening. Maybe not sitting down focusing, but our day listening. I'm listening, Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, I'm listening. I'm going to take out of my head this guy and I'm going to take you in here. I vote one right there. And I'll, you know, I'll follow your suggestion, God, on how I should order those preferences after that. Um, so belonging family. But it talks about, um, you know, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery. I mean, you, could, you can read those and go, yep, I know what you're talking about there. Because mm-hmm. if you've lived more than a decade on this planet, you get to understand what, what, what it's talking about there in gratifying just instant needs, desires. It says here that I warn you, as I did before, that all those who live like these will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's a fruit of following that. I don't want that fruit. I want this fruit. Because this is the family I want to belong to. This is the family that I see. And I love what Steve was talking about last week with the trees and how, so it's not just you being that tree, there's also trees around you. There's other trees producing fruit around you and we get to, to share the nutrients. We get to share uh, the goodness of God between us as well. Even though he's taking care of us from above, underneath he's also taking care of us and we are taking care of each other. What a, what a beautiful picture of that. That's family, that's belonging. How good it is to dwell in the house of the Lord. How good it is to be in this family, in this building, part of you. It's good for me. It's good for you that I'm a part of it as well, by the way. Did you realize that? Don't fall asleep on me now. Don't. Jamie, come on. No, he'll wake you up. He was not going to fall asleep. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Forbearance, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Here we go. Flip over the Passion. I, I do like it. I was debating whether I read this, this all out in the Passion or, or another version, but I love the perspective because it just sometimes it emphasizes things that I'm already hungry for out of the Word. It just gives me some different words to exp- express it. I'm not just going to one, to like a, the message or, or, the, or the Passion, so people are saying, oh, that's not necessarily... Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm looking for what God is saying to me out of His Word. So within you is divine love in all its varied expressions joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue. Oh, virtue the way God talks about it, not virtue signaling the way the Word talks about it, the world talks about it. Um, faith that prevails, gentleness of the heart. And strength of the spirit. Does that not sound good to you? I mean, are they the kind of attributes that that you would like in your life? Get planted. Get in the family. Grow. Rub shoulders with others that are following Jesus. 
Talk about what God's doing in your life. Listen to what God's doing in other people's life. Oh, it's a good idea to listen to, by the way. Because, <laughs> you know, hey, God's doing this to me, God's doing this to me. You need to listen as well. Okay, good, good. Straight after that, it says, against such things there is no law. Because he's talking, again, context, he's talking to the Gentiles about all oh, the Galatians, which are, all, yeah, you know, um, that there's people saying that law, law, law. You want freedom? Follow law, law, law. He's saying, no, you want freedom? Follow Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> because we follow Jesus, we walk in step with his spirit, don't need to keep, keep fulfilling the obligations of the law because the spirit is going to lead you in following his law, in following it. And there's the fruit of the there's the fruit that comes out of that. So it may not be in step one or step two, but it'll be in step three. Then you might keep it in step four and five, and then it's in step six. And it's in, not in seven, but it's in eight, nine, and ten. And then there's this, there's this momentum that starts and that grows. So you're stuck in this, and you're like, I keep going back to that. Just keep stepping in with the Spirit because the fruit will come out of it. The fruit will grow out of it. And, and Jesus' freedom is working out in your life because you can't see the perspective of the story. You're in every step. But if some of us can see you and we say, it's okay, just keep going, mate. Just keep moving down that path. Just keep, just another step in the spirit. That's all you need. Just keep taking that next step in the spirit because other people can see this perspective. Let them speak into your life as well. That's part of that family. It's part of growing. Because we are our own worst critic. Because other than God, we're the one who knows all the mistakes we've made. But there's freedom from that. And Jesus will give you freedom. <laughs> Do you want to say something, Lily? Oh, okay. Let's go. I saw you for a reason. Hi. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to share something that God kind of has taught me in this topic. Um, because when uh, Adrian was talking about the swing boat, I was like, that is so true. Um, so a while back I was, um, I guess I was like experiencing life as like Romans 7, that um, the good I want to do, I don't do it. The bad I don't want to do, that that's what I do. I felt out of control and really condemned. And God um, showed me this kind of picture. And I know it's not, it's not biblically accurate on judgment. I'm not saying this is what the judgment seat of God is going to be like. But it was just an illustration um, where it was like a courtroom and God was the judge and we had the devil as the prosecutor and Jesus as the defendant. And God kind of said to me, it's your choice whose table you sit at. Like Jesus will always be our defender, but it's our choice who we want to sit with. And it's just absurd to think that there's people in the world. Like imagine this in real life, the criminal going and sitting with the prosecutor and saying, yeah, he's right, he's right. You don't, you sit with your defender. <laughs> that's kind of what God taught me and and it's so true like it's our choice it's not it's not the law it's not how well we abide like how well we follow it but who we choose 
yeah, we really, it matters who you choose and you don't need to be afraid like of getting it wrong if you've chosen Jesus, you know, because it's amazing how easy it is to love, like to, to have the fruits of the Spirit when we just abide in Him. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Uh-huh. I'm glad we organised that before. That's the trees. feel that we're going to finish with that, but we are going to continue with prayer. So let's stand if you're able, because we're on a journey, and this part of the journey, we're going to take a moment and wait on God. But also, for this part of the journey, if you are feeling God is, something's going on inside of you, you're uneasy, you're nervous, what I've been saying has been doing something to you. If you respond to that, come down the front. We want to pray for you. If, if I've mentioned about freedom and you find that a concept hard to believe that you can have freedom because you keep making mistakes or you're the swing vote that keeps failing, then I'll, please come down the front because we've got a great team here that's going to agree with God. And we're going to pray for God to come and show you what freedom He's got for you. So as you come down, if you want prayer, come down now. Come to the front. Jesus is here. He's everywhere. I know. We would love to agree with you. We would love to agree with what God has for you. Sometimes you need to hear it from someone else. whatever you need Jesus is the answer thank you Father thank you Father if you need freedom come forward please come forward if you need Jesus and you don't know him please come forward We'd love to pray with you. We'd love to show you who he is. Talk about who he is. How good is the freedom that Jesus brings us? There's none other. There's nothing else like what you give us, God. There's nothing else like you. Holy Spirit. to respond. If there's something you need healing for, just raise your hand. We're asking for your healing, God. So we're going to declare your scripture over our healing. Your freedom over our infirmities. By his stripes, we are healed. Jesus, 
has healing for us that he earned on the cross through his sacrifice. So I say yes to your healing, Jesus. Let your healing flow through my body right now. It is flowing through my body right now. Your healing is going through my mind right now. It is going through my heart and my emotions. And it is extending to my family and my children, my brothers and my sisters, my parents. joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website riveredgechurch.com.au.